Chef Kelly York and this is Therapeutic Cuisine. I specialize in designing recipes with medicinal ingredients that target and alleviate various common human health conditions. Today we're going to talk about ADHD, Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. Mostly affects children, but it also affects adults. 11% of the population is diagnosed with ADHD. There are ways, however, to help combat that with natural foods instead of harsh drugs and side effects. So I'm gonna go ahead and make three recipes today and talk a little bit about the ingredients and foods that you can eat to help alleviate the ADHD symptoms. First, we're gonna start off with an apple and walnut crusted pork chop on a stick. So let's go ahead and get started with that. First, we're gonna take a vinaigrette dressing and you wanna get one that is organic. Organic dressings are hard to find in the grocery store, so I make a lot of mine homemade. This happens to be a product that I did get at the grocery store. You can get any flavor, balsamic vinaigrette, but a vinaigrette dressing, not a creamy type dressing. And we're gonna put that in a Ziploc bag along with some pork chops. I like to get the loin chop because it's the leanest. And omega-3 fatty acids, you could do this with fish sticks, is very beneficial for ADHD. I'm gonna put this in a bag and seal it and then let that go and marinate for ooh, 30 minutes, even, even overnight is good. So roll that around a little bit. This will keep it nice and clean in the bag. Let that sit in the bowl and then go on to the next step. We're gonna make the crumb topping. The way they're gonna do that is we're gonna take a gluten-free cereal. Now you can use any kind of gluten-free cereal, but one that has cinnamon in it would be great. Um, and you want whole grains. And if there's omega-3 fatty acids in the cereal, that'd be great. ALA is a type of omega-3 fatty acid that's often found in plant foods. I'm gonna get a little air in the bag here. Again, I'm gonna use a bag. I'm gonna crush up my cereal with a meat mallet to make some crumbs. There are several cereals out on the market for children that are gluten-free, and ADHD is often combated with gluten-free and casein-free ingredients. Gluten, we're not exactly sure, but we know that that does exasperate the ADH symptoms. If you're not sure if your child is sensitive to gluten, try taking them off of gluten foods for about a month. You have nothing to lose. I'm gonna put my cereal back in the bowl. Actually, I'm gonna put it in a larger bowl because I'm gonna to need to coat my pork chops with this eventually. Okay, next in my bowl, I have my crunched gluten-free cereal. I've got a little quinoa flour. Now this is also a gluten-free flour. The gluten flours are your wheat, rye, and barley-based flours. So we're gonna stay away from that if we're gonna to try to do a gluten-free, casein-free diet. Casein is a protein in milk and dairy products. That's also exasperative for children with ADHD. Again, ADHD stands for Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. Just think how disrupting that is to a school child trying to learn lessons. Next, we're going to go ahead and get our pork out of the marinade. 
A standard breading procedure is three steps. First, you want to roll your moistened meat into flour and then into a wet ingredient like egg. And the flour will make the egg stick to the meat. And then finally, you go into a breadcrumb. That is what we call a standard breading procedure. So the first thing I'm going to do is roll my pork in my quinoa flour. You can use a thick chop, which is called an America's Cut, or thin chops. If you use the thin chops like I have here today, you're going to roll them around a little bit more to thicken them up. So that was my quinoa flour. Next, I'm gonna go in the egg, and it helps if you do one hand at a time. So one hand is gonna be the wet, and one is gonna be the dry. So the chop is now wet. I'm gonna drain that a little bit. And then finally, into my breadcrumbs. And this is, again, a gluten-free breadcrumb. You can use any gluten-free cereal. There's a lot of them that are out there on the market today varying brand names and companies. You want one that has very little sugar. Sugar really doesn't help when you're trying to combat ADHD. Actually, before I put that on my cookie sheet, I'm gonna stab a popsicle stick into that chop. And kids love this because they love things on a stick. I make these for clients very often, and the children love them. Okay, I'm going to now bread the second chop. At first, I'm gonna move this bowl a little bit. First is the quinoa flour, second is the egg wash, and actually I've already messed up my hands, so that's, I'm just always a mess. <laughs> and into the breadcrumbs. Stab that with a popsicle stick, you can use skewers, you can use a popsicle stick, any kind of stick that you have will work. And that goes on my cookie sheet. We're going to do that with the last two. Now you can make these and put these in the freezer and then have them ready any time to cook at the last minute, at your last minute need. Egg wash, cereal crumbs, popsicle stick, and you can try to reform them a little bit. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It's very rustic. In the end, it's all good. Children love to help with this, too. Love making this. Okay, last chop. On the cookie sheet. Now, one of the things you can do is you want to flavor the cereal a little bit. Get my hands a little clean here. And this combination can be mixed up first and be mixed with those gluten-free crumbs. But I'm going to go ahead and make a sauce and then drizzle it over. So I'm going to start with a little bit of oil. And you want to use an omega-3-based oil like an almond oil or a walnut oil really works nicely here because we're using walnuts in the topping. And then maple syrup. And again, maple syrup is probably the healthiest of all the sugars in syrup. It has a little bit more minerals in it. Sugar in itself is an ingredient that you want to really downplay with kids with ADHD. I'm going to add some apple pie spice. Apple pie spice has all those flavorings that really bring out the apple flavor, the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the allspice. And then finally, I'm going to crush a little bit of walnut or pecans or almonds, but I... I particularly like to use walnuts because they're so high in omega-3 fatty acids. Let's give that a little bit more of a crunch. 
I'm not going to mix this in with the sauce. I'm going to take some apple chips, and these are the kind that you get at the grocery store that are dried, crispy apple chips that you can use to make um, dips with. I like to make apple chip with a caramel cream dip that children just love to eat. Okay, so the apple and the walnuts can be mixed all together. And that's nice. And finally, I'm going to add some flaxseed to my sauce as well. Now, flaxseed is full of omega-3 fatty acids. Chia seeds, flax seeds. Flax seeds are a superfood. Okay, I've got my syrup here, and I'm going to drizzle that over my pork chops. And this is going to help be a glue for my final topping, which will be the walnuts and the apple chips. I'm going to bake this on one side. You don't have to flip it. So everything on the top is going to be the top side. Finally, we're going to pat down some apple chips and walnuts on each chop. Again, you can mix this in with the breadcrumbs as well and just save a step. But I like to, particularly like to do this with the kids and build the layers. They just have a good time doing that. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and pop these in the oven at 350 degrees for about 20 minutes until the pork is cooked all the way through and at least 160 degrees internally. And then I'm gonna come back and make a healthy chicken nugget recipe. Now we're gonna make chicken nuggets with a homemade barbecue sauce. I like to make my barbecue sauce homemade because the ones you buy in the store are filled with all kinds of GMO products and um, artificial colorings and flavorings. And it's been proven that children that are inattentive and have hyperactive disorders um, improve their behaviors when they have a high protein diet and an organic diet. When you stay away from the GMOs, you want to focus on omega-3 fatty acids. The Mediterranean diet is very uh, beneficial. So you wanna eat those omega-3s, cold water fishes. The cold water fish has a lot more fat and the omega-3s are fatty acids, so they are stored in those fats. You wanna focus on feeding them whole grains and nuts, good olive oil that is GMO-free, um, fruits and vegetables, all those healthy foods that are not processed. So let's get started with making our chicken nuggets. I'm gonna take some chicken breast and dry it off a little bit with some paper towels and pound it to flatten it out a little bit. So I like to take a piece of saran wrap and a meat mallet and I'm gonna place my chicken breast in between the saran wrap and just pound that a little bit to flatten it. We want to make more consistent pieces, and by flattening it, we're going to have the same thickness on every nugget. So we do that with three chicken breasts. A little bit of a noisy process, but 
doesn't take very long. This also helps break up the individual meat fibers, which actually tenderizes each piece as well. I'm just going to do three pieces here, last one. You can make these and put them in the freezer. Actually, you want to use the flat side of your mallet. If you don't have a mallet, you can use a soup can or even a regular tool from your garage, as long as you've got the saran wrap between the meat, like a rubber mallet. I'm going to cut each piece into six pieces. So you can make these either chicken nuggets and make little square shapes, or you can cut them in strips, and you're going to make chicken fingers then. So let's go ahead and we're going to make ours into nuggets. Some can be nuggets, some can be fingers, whatever your child prefers. Actually, I just did more pieces than I said, but you want to make them bite size for your child. But try to stay consistent. So let's do all three. I like to make these and put them in the freezer and they can be reheated then real quickly by just popping them in the oven after they're defrosted. All right, so next we're going to make a batter or a breading. We're going to start out with a gluten-free quinoa flour. And quinoa flour is high in protein, and ADHD children do very well on a high-protein diet. Next, I'm going to add some chili powder and some smoked paprika. And I like to use smoked paprika. It gives you that nice depth of flavor. Then next is a little bit of mustard powder, purely for flavor. Poultry seasoning. Poultry seasoning is a mix of sage and thyme and rosemary, little black pepper, and oregano. You can use fresh or dried. I have dried here today. And then turmeric. Turmeric is a very, very good anti-inflammatory spice that comes from the turmeric root. And the active ingredient is curcumin. It's also the spice that makes our mustard's yellow. It's a very yellow-looking root. We're going to mix this together, and now that we have a seasoned flour, we're just going to coat our nuggets. So you can either put this flour mixture into a Ziploc bag and put all your chicken nuggets in and shake it around just like you would shake and bake style, or you can hand bread them. Your children can help you with this. But the important thing is to let them rest now for about 30 minutes so that the coating will adhere to the meat. So I'm going to go ahead and put my meat through the breading mixture. Okay, all my chicken is breaded now. I'm going to let that sit, and I'm going to make a homemade barbecue sauce. I'm going to start out with adding some tomato puree to my sauce pot. Next, I'm going to add some white vinegar. It, you can also use cider vinegar. Cider vinegar is actually milder than the white vinegars. My barbecue sauce is going to have a little sweet tone to it, so I'm going to add some maple syrup. Also, some mustard powder. In goes Worcestershire.
some black round pepper. And just mix that in and blend it in on the heat. It's starting to blend nicely now. It's starting to smell lovely, just like barbecue sauce. I'm going to add a little cayenne pepper. Now, if your kids are sensitive to spicy foods, you would cut back on that, obviously, or just not put it in it at all. And then finally, a little onion powder. That's it. That's how simple it is to make a barbecue sauce. You can also make a honey mustard sauce, whatever your kids prefer. Now I'm going to go ahead and fry my chicken pieces. Now I've got a light olive oil here. The light olive oils are better for frying because the smoke point can go higher. Olive oil is also high in omega-3 fatty acids. You want to make sure that your oil is fresh. Another one of my oils, actually one of my favorite oils, is avocado oil. It's pretty pricey, but it's another excellent one to fry with because it has a very high smoking point. I think it's around 510, somewhere way up there. And uh, also almond oil is another one that's very good. Again, kind of pricey. So the light olive oil is what we're using here today. And make sure that your olive oil is stored not like in a jar next to the stove because that heat will make it go rancid. And also don't reuse your oil. Buy a fresh bottle of oil and when you're done, let it cool, put it back in the bottle and then dispose of it correctly. So I'm going to go ahead and put my pieces in the oil. The oil should be about 350 degrees, no higher. And I can tell by the look of it that this is just where I'm at. Now these pieces have sunk down to the bottom. They will float here momentarily and as they start to cook. So we're going to let those cook up in the oil. In a little stir, they're now floating to the top. I'm going to pull them out here. They'll drain on the paper towel. We're going to add some more. Now, you can take your chicken nuggets at this point, and instead of frying them, you can bake them in the oven. So you would spray them with a olive oil spray, coat them on one side, turn them over, coat them on the other side before you let them sit, and then pop them in the oven about 350 and let them cook till they're nice and crisp and golden. Now if you want to fry your nuggets because maybe your kids are used to the fast food nuggets, go ahead and start making them that way and then ease them into the baking method. Kids that are being treated for ADHD, the more traditional route, might be on drugs like amphetamines. So kids lose their appetite when they're on those drugs. So feed them the natural ingredients and you have nothing to lose. Test them on a gluten-free, casein-free diet. Make sure you give them organic fruits and vegetables. As much organic food as you can afford to buy. Try it for a month and see what the difference is. Wouldn't you like to get your kids off those drugs? Okay, we're going to go ahead and finish these up, and I'll be right back, and I'm going to make a banana nut soft-serve frozen dessert. Now I'm going to make a banana nut soft serve frozen dessert. I love to make this for children if they have ADHD or not. It's high in protein and fiber and it's really easy to make. And you can also make this and serve it when it's soft and if you have any leftover you can put it back in the freezer. So I like to pack it into ice cube trays and then you can use it to make a milkshake or you can use the frozen soft serve cubes and just pour some almond milk or any kind of milk over it and it makes a fun little drink for the children. I'm going to start out by peeling some bananas. 
This recipe is gonna be casein gluten-free as well. So it just works for everybody. The bananas can be old and bruised. It's a great way to get old bananas utilized. You, you discard the banana peel, cut the bananas into small pieces or a few chunks, and stick it in a bag in the freezer. You don't even have to cut it into chunks, but I like to because then when it's frozen, you don't have to try to cut it if it's really, really hard. So in they go. I like to put it in a Ziploc freezer bag. That'll go in the freezer. I have some here that are frozen. And I'm going to cut them up into some little chunks for the food processor. You can do this with other flavors. And I'm going to stick them in a food processor. Now next I'm going to add some nut butter. You can add any flavor of nut butter, peanut, almond, cashew, wonderful sources of magnesium, calcium. Make sure that you get a peanut butter or a nut butter that has no added sugars to it. It just is a pet peeve of mine of so many of the peanut butters, they add syrup to or high fructose corn syrup. A lot of the grocery stores now you can go to and actually grind your own nuts. They have machines, you just pick out your nut and out comes a nut butter. So I'm going to use some almond butter today. Now I'm going to use a dairy-free cream cheese. There are many on the market. This is a Daya product. You can use ricotta cheese if you're not trying to be gluten-free or dairy-free. I'm going to put that into my blender. And then I'm going to add some flaxseed. Now flaxseed is a wonderful choice of ALA, omega-3 fatty acids. It actually adds a little protein in there as well. Then I'm gonna add a little bit of liquid. This is almond milk. I think the almond milk goes well with the almond butter that I used. A little sweetness is gonna be some maple syrup or some coconut syrup, uh, coconut nectar. Coconut nectar is made from the coconut palm and they actually take the blossoms and make the uh, syrup out of the blossoms of the coconut palm tree. The coconut palm tree is also used to make coconut flour, but the trees can't do both. If you are making the syrups from the nectar, that's what the tree has to be designated to do. Or if you're going to make the flour, then you have to grow the coconuts. So there is some controversy out there about what we want to use, what's the best use for the trees, because we have a lot of sources for making sugars. So in goes the maple syrup or the coconut nectar. And then finally, a little bit of a flavorer. I'm using vanilla here. You could also use some almond extract. I like to use almond when I'm using the almond butter, but the children love the vanilla extract. I'm gonna give this a little bit of a whirl. Now my bananas are frozen, so this is gonna set up. If it doesn't, then I'll add some ice cubes. You give that a whirl. Take a quick peek, and it's looking pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and put that in a dish. You can use an ice cream dish or a martini glass, any kind of fun glass. And we're going to spoon that into the dish. This could have been a little bit tighter. I could have added some ice cubes to that. Now, I'm going to top that with either chocolate chips, you can use nuts, you can use 
sprinkles, anything that your child will eat. And there you have it, a banana nut soft serve frozen dessert. It's casein free, it's gluten free, and it's delicious. I'm gonna go and clean up and I'll be right back with all three ADHD friendly dishes. So here we have our three ADHD friendly dishes. ADHD stands for Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. Children with ADHD are being more prevalently diagnosed in this country today. The ADHD can be helped with foods that are high in omega-3 fatty acids. You want to stay away from preservatives and artificial colorings and flavorings. It's also been shown in some tests that magnesium, zinc, and iron can help, but that's a little controversial in the results. So one thing to keep in mind though is that most Americans are deficient in magnesium, and magnesium in your diet is something that you always want to try to focus on. And the chocolate that we have on our nut and banana soft serve dessert is the dark kind. The dark kind is going to be higher in the percentage of cocoa powder, and the cocoa powder is where all all of those wonderful tannins and flavonoids and magnesium are packed. So try to stay away from the milk chocolates with that, all that extra sugar and milk. The sugars you want to stay away from as well. And stay away from the simple sugars. We also made today a pork chop on a stick with walnuts and apple chips. You serve that with any kind of dipping sauce that your children would like. I like to make a homemade barbecue sauce, but another good choice is to take maybe apple butter and put in some flavoring in that, or some cranberry mustard sauce would be nice. Anything that'll get them more likely to want to eat that high protein diet. And finally, we have homemade chicken nuggets with a homemade barbecue sauce. You want to stay away from the fast food and the processed foods. We also amped up the protein with using quinoa flour, which is gluten-free and, of course, casein-free. The casein is in the dairy products. And there you have it, three ADHD-friendly dishes. I'm Chef Kelly York, and this is Therapeutic Cuisine. And as the father of medicine Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and let medicine be thy food. See you next time. Yeah.